Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from Friday of the ninth week in Ordinary Time. A reading from the book of Tobit. Anna sat washing the road by which her son was to come. When she saw him coming, she exclaimed to his father, Tobit, your son is coming, and the man who traveled with him. Raphael said to Tobiah before he reached his father, I am certain that his eyes will be opened. Smear the fish gall on them. This medicine will make the cataract shrink and peel off from his eyes. Then your father will again be able to see the light of day. Then Anna ran up to her son, threw her arms around him, and said to him, Now that I have seen you again, son, I am ready to die. Tobit got up and stumbled out through the courtyard gate. Tobiah went up to him with the fish gall in his hand, and holding him firmly, blew into his eyes. Courage, father, he said. Next, he smeared the medicine on his eyes, and it made them smart. Then, beginning at the corners of Tobit's eyes, Tobiah used both hands to peel off the cataracts. When Tobiah saw his son, he threw his arms around him and wept. He exclaimed, I can see you, son, the light of my eyes. Then he said, Blessed be God and praised be his great name, and blessed be his holy angels. May his holy name be praised throughout all the ages, because it was he who scourged me, and it is he who has had mercy on me. Behold, I now see my son Tobiah. Then Tobit went back in, rejoicing and praising God with full voice for everything that had happened. Tobiah told his father that the Lord God had granted him a successful journey, that he had brought back the money, and that he had married Regal's daughter Sarah, who would arrive shortly, for she was approaching the gate of Nineveh. Tobit and Anna rejoiced and went out to the gate of Nineveh to meet their daughter-in-law. When the people of Nineveh saw Tobit walking along briskly, with no one leading him by the hand, they were all amazed. Before them all, Tobit proclaimed how God had mercifully restored sight to his eyes. When Tobit reached Sarah, the wife of his son Tobiah, he greeted her. Welcome, my daughter. Blessed be your God for bringing you to us, daughter. Blessed is your father, and blessed is my son Tobiah, and blessed are you, daughter. Welcome to your home with blessing and joy. Come in, daughter. That day there was joy for all the Jews who lived in Nineveh. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, praise the Lord, my soul. Praise the Lord, my soul. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God while I live. Praise the Lord, my soul. The Lord keeps faith forever, secures justice for the oppressed, gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets captives free. Praise the Lord, my soul. The Lord gives sight to the blind. The Lord raises up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the just. The Lord protects strangers. Praise the Lord, my soul. The fatherless and the widow he sustains, but the way of the wicked he thwarts. The Lord shall reign forever, your God, O Zion, through all generations. Alleluia. Praise the Lord, my soul. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. As Jesus was teaching in the temple area, he said, How do the scribes claim that the Christ is the son of David? David himself, inspired by the Holy Spirit, said, The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I place your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord. So how is he his son? The great crowd heard this with delight. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One day last week, my daily prayers included a passage from St. Augustine's Confessions, 
in which the future saint wrestled with a confounding paradox. As much as he knows God is far beyond what he can ever imagine, there are moments when he thinks he understands God better than he understands himself. But Augustine also realizes that the only way to know himself better is to know God better, which only leads him to realize just how great a mystery God is. Augustine is at once frustrated and lured deeper into the search because no other pursuit means anything to him at all. In today's short gospel passage, Jesus toys with the scribes and Pharisees who are relentless in their questions for him. As much as they want to trap him, some are intimidated and even intrigued by him. So Jesus takes advantage of their interest by asking them to explain Psalm 110. Specifically, if the Messiah is a descendant of David, then why does David call his son Lord? In the passage, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I place your enemies under your feet. This would naturally get the minds of the Jewish leaders spinning. The only way the great King David calls one of his descendants Lord is if, no, they refuse to go there to entertain the thought. It would mean that the Messiah was not merely of human origin, but sent down from heaven. The crowds are delighted. Jesus is raising their humble minds to contemplate the heavenly. But the scribes and the Pharisees do not share in their joy. They want to stay in the mundane, the practical, and the immediate. They are their own worst enemies. Their pride and ambition keeps them from seeing what Augustine sees, their own poverty compared to the majesty of God and his plan. If they would just let their minds contemplate the infinity and mystery of God, life could be a lot more fun. Is your life fun? Probably not as much as you'd like. Maybe it's because you don't spend enough time contemplating the infinite. You're just too busy. I get it. But here's some advice more from Augustine than me. Get out of the weeds more often. Invite the Lord to make your brain explode. Raise your eyes to heaven and stay there a while. It'll be time well spent. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day and say a prayer for me.